Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the future of flushing. It's Vito Calisi, Jonathan Barron, and look behind us. Where are we? We are at City Field. That is a plane going over us right now. So you're going to have to deal with the elements because John and I do work for the Mets. So we had to take a little time out of our lunch break to film this episode today. And there's a ton of stuff going on because Mets are getting ready for the Subway Series. Subway series coming up. Uh, it's a little muggy out here. It's a little muggy. The rain's held off, which enabled us to be able to sit out here and take advantage of what has turned into a beautiful day. Um, but a very busy weekend. Good to be here with you in person, finally. Our first real live in-person episode, so that's always fun. Yeah, because before this, it was just interviews. We just had people with us, and this yeah. is just us by ourselves. And I want to give the people at home a little tidbit into the lives of some Mets employees. Okay. Uh, some days on nice days, not like this. Mm-hmm. You do get to come out here and eat lunch in the seats, and that is I've one actually, of the. Pr- I've never done that. You've never done it? No. Oh, dude, me and some people, we sit out by the city pavilion during lunch sometimes. Yeah, but are you applying your sunscreen? Are you fighting off the bugs when you're out there? There's a lot of things to contend with. Johnny worries. I just want to get my lunch down and continue on with my day. That's you're, kind of. You are all about like uh, what is pragmatic. You're a pragmatic guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm. You know, we're eating for uh, for need, not for for enjoyment. Not for pleasure. Nah, not really. Not here. Not not at work. You know, <laughs> just move on with the day. Back to work. Well, move on is a good thing to start with because uh, mm. I am the promo god, as you know. I love telling you people at home about the promotions, but I got different promotions to tell you about right now. Much different. I'm not talking bobbleheads. I'm not talking T-shirts. I'm not even talk two for one beer specials. What I'm talking about talent promotions. We had a ton of people move up in the system this weekend, and we're going to start off as this plane goes over me with one of our favorites. You heard us interview him last week. Mike Vassell has been promoted has. to AAA Syracuse Mets. He has. Before we get into Mike Vassell, I just had an idea. Okay. I think we should have a plane counter. That's two planes already. Dude, that I was going to tell you that before the show yeah, started. we should do a plane counter. Okay, two. That's already two. And another one, I think it's every like 27 seconds or something like that, so... If we do a 20-minute episode, we're looking at, like, 40 planes. I wonder where they're all going. But Mike Vassell, we know where he's going, as Vito was just saying. He's going to AAA Syracuse after a great start to the season. Dominated the Eastern League, as you guys know. You heard the interview. If you didn't, check it out, our interview with Mike Vassell, who was the Eastern League Pitcher of the Month of May. The strikeout minus walk rate is about 25 points. The differential is the best in the Eastern League. A very deserving promotion for Mike Vassell. And now he's got a whole other league to conquer, and there's no reason to believe he won't because he's been downright dominant this year. And this is only the first time he's been in AA was this season. This was his highest when he's only been moving up last year, obviously, in Brooklyn. This year, already moving to AAA this early in the season. So just really happy for Mike Vassell. We hope to see from him soon. Maybe we'll get another interview with him while he's in Syracuse. Could be. He pitched on Saturday, his last start, or it turns out to be, as number three flies over his last start for the Rumble Pony. So expect to see him penciled in at some point this week. We don't have a date yet, but Mike Vassell should be making that Syracuse debut coming soon this week, and we'll be all over it when he does. You know that we're big Mike Vassell fans. We are. Who, who isn't, honestly? And, I mean, you got to watch a doubleheader this weekend that yep. was highlighted by Mike Vassell and Dom Hamill. 
that just must. I mean, John, I know you sat down, you watched both games. I did. Um, I mean, that's just really, that's just a fun, it's a fun time in Mets minor league baseball. I mean, obviously they're getting split up right now. Of course. So me highlighting that doubleheader doesn't really do anything for the future. I guess that's dwelling on the past of flushing. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you know, we've had a couple doubleheaders. There was one at least this year where Max, Ver Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander threw. They're going to throw in the Subway Series. So whenever it works out, when you get those two exciting names going, especially on the same day, you can't beat it. And uh, yeah, Saturday was a fun, exciting time for the Rumble Ponies, who were in Reading. They were there for six days, actually. That's a long time a long to time. spend in Reading. That's a lot of Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, we're going to move on to one of John's favorite prospects, Luke Ritter. Yep. Also moving up to AAA with Mike Vassell. He is, and very deservedly so. Luke Ritter taken the 2019 draft by the Mets, so he's been in the system for a little bit here. Um, but he has busted out in a way that, look. Yeah. No one hits home runs at this pace. I believe he has 11 home runs in his last 14 games, um, excuse me, 15 games, including three on Sunday. So get this. Since 2018, no Rumble Pony had homered three times in a game. The Rumble Ponies now have two games or two players who have homered three times in a game this season. Jose Perosa did it earlier back in May, and Luke Ritter did it on Sunday. And for those hockey fans out there, it was kind of like a natural hat trick. He homered in his first three at-bats of the game. It wasn't like a home run, a fly out to right field, a ground out, and then two home runs. No. Home run. Home run. Home run. Just, look, I don't know what Luke Ritter's been having for breakfast, but whatever it is, it's been working. And now, just like Mike Vassell, he will get to try to conquer another level, a new challenge for Luke Ritter, who, also like Mike Vassell, deserves the promotion. He's been one of the best power hitters in minor league baseball this year. Yeah, I mean, it is really exciting to watch. I don't think it was expected by too many people. Um, just one note, I mean, he's a 26-year-old double-A player who's yep. just really starting to heat up right now, and not all development is linear. Who are we talking about? I think the name that we have to throw out here when we talk about development and we talk about late bloomers is current Met Jeff McNeil, who, look, there's always reasons for why guys have their growth stunted, whether it's injury, whether it's... Things like COVID. I mean, that slowed down an entire year of minor league baseball yeah. when you had, I don't even, I don't remember what they were called. The complex, what were they called? I, dude, I don't remember. That year was a blur. Yeah, it's crazy it's three years ago. I know. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you people at home. When the orange skies came out, it felt a little bit like those COVID days. Yeah, but uh, the developmental sites is what they were called. Um, number five, I believe. Number five? Is oh. it number five? Yeah. Our producer tells us number five. Number four. 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 All right. We're sure on that. But yeah, like I was saying, development, or like you said, development is not linear. The, Met, the Mets have another guy, Matt Rudick, who you guys have heard his name now. Um, five foot six, very overlooked. Another guy having a breakout season a little later in his baseball life, if you would. So you can't look at the age when it comes to guys. Some guys figure it out at different times. There's always reasons for why some guys bloom, blossom later than others. But right now, Luke Ritter has taken that next step in his development. And um, it'll be fascinating to see how he performs at Syracuse against that next level of, of competition. Yeah, and the final promotion we're going to talk about right now, Christian Scott, drafted by the Mets 2021 from University of Florida, turns 24 years old this week, yep. Thursday, actually. Yep. So happy birthday. What a gift for Christian Scott. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. Christian Scott has earned it. He's been lights out recently. Hey, man, I wasn't saying he didn't earn it. I was, just, I was just trying to play into a thing with his birthday. Oh, well. There's another Rumble Pony who turns uh, who celebrates a birthday on Thursday as well. We'll get to that in a little bit. But Christian Scott, one earned run allowed in his last 18 innings of work. Um, another guy like Mike Vassell, 
like Luke Ritter, deserving of the promotion. Uh, like you mentioned, drafted in 2021, so yeah. a little bit older. The Cyclones have a lot of arms that you can make the argument perhaps could conquer the next level. Um, and those days will come for those guys. I'll be talking about Tyler Stewart, talking about Blade Tidwell, who struck out 10 batters in just four innings of work on Sunday. But it's nice to see an organization be aggressive with guys. And now for Christian Scott, it's up to him to see if he can conquer the Eastern League. And, I mean, I think that the level of talent we've shown you and showcased from single A shows you that single A is nothing to wink at. Blink oh, at? Of bat an eye at. Uh, bat an eye at, I think, is uh, scoff at. Scoff at. Scoff nothing at. to scoff at. Nothing to turn your nose up at. No. I mean, there is extreme talent at all levels of minor league baseball. Yes. So, I mean, uh, like, we're, we, we're going to drop an interview with Paul Gervais soon. As John said, Tyler Stewart is just tearing it up. Yep. There is such talent at all of these levels. So when you see people performing at levels of minor league just take note like write that name down come back later and remember our goal here is to make you the smartest person in your section that's right you know you mentioned tyler stewart i did and we asked him about the talent level the competition at high a or just even you know in the minor leagues compared to college he went to southern mississippi and he mentioned that there are just no easy outs anywhere at all and Paul Gervais said the same. Paul Gervais said that um, LSU. He said he said he was going to make some people upset back at home. Yeah. But he said the talent isn't even comparable. Right. That uh, high A talent is much better than college baseball talent because you're getting the best of that college talent. Right. And in for, a smaller pool. Right. And for Christian Scott, he actually started this season with the St. Lucie Mets. He only made one start for St. Lucie. But so now this is going to be a third level for Christian Scott. That's always fascinating. You saw that last year with Grant Hartwig, who I believe pitched at four different levels of the Mets minor league system and thrived throughout all four of them. He's right now with the Syracuse Mets. But it's a challenge for all three of these guys. And it's, like I said, it's always good when an organization is aggressive and challenges its players because that's how you get better. When you rise to the challenge, when the challenge is presented, you overcome. So best of luck to all three of these guys. We'll be rooting for them. And uh, we'll keep you guys updated on how they're performing in their new homes. Just remember to check back every day on that morning recap. Mondays through Fridays, we will be putting up morning of. We're going to tell you what happened the night before. John and I record that thing at 10.30, 10 p.m., whatever time. Five? That's five. Whatever time the games end, we are recording that episode, that recap. It's fresh. It's at your feeds, 5.30 a.m. So always check that feed because you'll know these names before anybody else does. Now, John, I did lie. You lied. I lied. I lied. What was the lie? I had one more promotion to talk about. Ah. Now, this is a bobblehead promotion. Okay. But this just this is not just any bobblehead. This is a Daryl Strawberry Southern Tier Shortcakes bobblehead. And I believe this is with the Rumble Ponies this Thursday, June yep. 16th. Yep. Oh, so Christian Scott, on his birthday, he might be able to get the sick Daryl Strawberry Shortcakes bobblehead. First 1,000 fans. Well, he's not the only Rumble Pony celebrating a birthday on Thursday. Jose Peroza, not to be confused with Jose Peraza. Or? Or Vincent Perozo, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But Jose Peroza also celebrating a birthday this Thursday. And Jose Peroza is also out of his mind hot right now. An OPS north of 900 in his last 25 games. So we're talking a pretty big sample. Look, the Rumble Ponies are hot in general right now. They've scored 41 runs in their last six games. Obviously, Luke Ritter played a large part of that. He's now moved up, but still some exciting bats in the Rumble Pony lineup. Guys like Matt Rudick, who we mentioned, someone like Rowdy Jordan, who is also just tearing the cover off the ball, Brandon McIlwain, and Jose Peroza. Look, folks, if you have MLB TV, if you can watch the Rumble Ponies, they are must-watch baseball right now. They're back at 500. they They're playing great ball. 
And you know what? It's nice that Christian Scott goes and replaces Mike Vassell. You lose Mike Vassell. That, that was a reason to watch the Rumble Ponies. Now yeah. you got a reason to watch the Syracuse Mets. But sliding right up, taking his place, Christian Scott. Perfect. Now, uh, you briefly mentioned Rowdy Jordan, yeah. but let's jump into a little bit what he's doing right now. He's slashing 282, 410, 529 in his last 23 games. And, John, there's something about this time of year when college baseball's hot that Rowdy Jordan, Mississippi State legend, the fella gets hot. Yeah, he was the leadoff hitter for the Mississippi State team that won the national championship, their first in school history. We had a chance to talk to Rowdy in spring training. Um, Rowdy loves his college sports. Big Auburn guy. The sixth plane that goes over says six, says Dylan. Thank you very much, Dylan. Uh, huge college sports guy. But, yeah, Rowdy, like you mentioned, an absolute legend in Mississippi State. Um, and it is College World Series time right now. We're in the super regional stage of the, of the tournament. Um, Omaha's right around the corner. And like the weather, Rowdy has, heat, has heated up. After a bit of a slow start, he has been the perfect two-hitter right behind Matt Rudick in that Binghamton lineup. Hit two home runs yesterday. So he and uh, he and Luke Ritter actually combined to hit five home runs out of the two, three spots in the Binghamton lineup. Rowdy's sticking around, so we'll see, uh, we'll see what he can do without his bash brother in the lineup behind him. But Rowdy Jordan has been absolutely incredible of late. And it has all started since he stopped rooming with Mike Vassell. Which you guys heard about if you did check out the uh, the interview with Mike Vassell. Those two very close friends love to play video games with each other. Love to have you know that's actually the one neg- the one negative the one downside about the promotion for Mike Vassell is he and Rowdy not being together. Less rowdy stories. Fewer rowdy stories. I mean they could probably FaceTime. I hope that they do. I hope that they I hope that they play Madden on Xbox Live or PlayStation Five Live. Yeah. I don't know what the now I don't got, know what the lingo is for. Well, the now you got crossplay. Right uh, for everything, I thought it was just for like Call of Duty. No, you can, you can play crossplay. Is right? it everything? Come you on, don't know. Dylan, you don't play video games. You're supposed to be Gen Z. <laughs> well, you trust me. I've played enough MLB The Show in the last two months to know that no matter what system, as number seven, seven. goes over, uh, in honor of Jose Reyes, no matter what system you're on, you could play with your buddies. So, P.S. I don't think that applies to Nintendo Switch. Actually, I think it's only for the two big ones. That's funny because you would think with the name Switch, you'd be able to. Yeah, but. It's actually the same. No. I'm not sure if PC falls into this category, however. I'm okay. not sure where PC... Well, it's funny because PC is like the high end of like the performance quality. Right. And then the Switch is like the low end of the performance quality. Yeah. So then those PS, the PS5 and the Xbox are like... Yeah. Well, the PC users, they scoff at the console users, Yeah, because they're I the think. highest... The PC is like the highest yeah. form of... The world. World. I'm engaged. John's married. About to have a kid. Hmm. We're not playing video games too much. I'm playing video games. Okay, I'm not. I'm playing a lot of video games. I'm doing yeah. dishes. I'm doing laundry. I'm getting, I'm getting it all in. I'm doing them too. Hey, man, I've got to make time. Well, let's make time for the St. Lucie Mets because I feel like we almost forgot about them there for a second. Well, there's nothing to forget about with the St. Lucie Mets. There was a big, there were a few big offensive performances this past weekend. Um, we start with Junior Tillian, who had 12 home runs in 80 somewhat games last year for the St. Lucie Mets as a 19 year old. And Junior Tillian had a big weekend for the St. Lucie Mets. Multiple hard hit balls, 100 plus miles an hour, a two homer game on Saturday. So Junior Tillian, like Rowdy Jordan, heating up right now for the St. Lucie Mets. And another guy that we spoke to at spring training, because we talked to Junior Tillian. We did. We also talked to Jacob Reimer, who is hot. And this kid is young too. So seeing him be able to perform the way he's performing right now is wild. He's hitting 404 in his last 14 games, has an OBP of 517. 
first full year of pro ball, and he doesn't even turn 20 until February 2024, and I think that's number eight. That is number eight. Uh, yeah, you, you said it. I mean, a 517 on base percentage. The bat-to-ball skills off the chart. Fourth-round pick of the Mets this past draft in 2022. You know, it's almost draft time. Draft time is a, is yeah. right around the corner. You know, two years ago, three years ago, draft time would have been right now. Yes, that's right. They, uh, MLB moved it to line it up with the All-Star game, which I like. It makes it yeah. a longer weekend. It also um, makes it easier when you work in baseball to keep up with it because yeah. like there's there's not as much going on in our job, at least. Yep. But you mentioned it. I mentioned it. Jacob Reimer having a great, what is this now, like month pretty much. Yeah. Um, went to the same high school as Matt Davidson and Taiwan Ooh. Walker. A little fun fact there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember we talked to him about that. Did he yep. say did he say he got a chance to talk to Ty? I believe he did, yeah. He did, right? Yep. He said briefly they did get to have a conversation. Maybe we'll drop that Jacob Reimer interview soon. He's doing well right now. We should let the people hear it. Oh, he's been he's been incredible. The record for St. Lucie right now, not exactly where you want, a little bit uneven, but when you look at the lineup and you look through the guys one through seven, one through eight in that order, there's a lot of talent with the St. Lucie team. Yeah. There are a lot of intriguing players. Wilfredo Lara, another one, plays six different positions. We mentioned him a few nights ago on the nightly recap. Two homers in his last four games. His last seven games, 10 for 33. There are a lot of Yaral Martinez. Homeward a few nights ago against Daytona. Another one. Felipe De La Cruz. Now we're talking pitching. Hard-throwing lefty. Had a clean inning 1-2-3 as an opener a few days ago. So, folks, we're not just saying this because we're told to do it. We're saying no. it because there are so many exciting, young, talented players. And that's, that's what this organization is focused on right now. You guys hear it all the time. Yeah, there was an interview that came out a few days ago. There that was, was. Very much highlighted. There is a big emphasis on stocking this whole system with top-end talent from Syracuse to DSL Blue. And the Mets front office has done an incredible job with that. And really, the fruits of the labor are showing up in the box score each and every night. Yeah. I mean, uh, St. Lucie won a championship last year. They did. You know? It is good when your organizations, when your player development organizations win championships, that's obviously a good sign. That's what you want. Yeah, I mean, you look back at the mid-'90s when Ordonez and Alfonso, those guys were coming up. Those teams won championships. And then it translated up the scale to New York when the Mets made back-to-back postseason appearances and won the National League pennant in 2000. Because you know what's part of growing as a player is learning what those big pressure moments are like. And yep. getting those playoff moments in the minor leagues is going to help you perform in the minor leagues in pro ball. Yep. Douglas Oriana, another guy who we haven't even spoken about, another one of those St. Lucie arms, had a big performance this past week. Um, last year, helped the St. Lucie Mets in the postseason. And we actually spoke to him at spring training as well. And he talked about the experience. Yeah. One big thing about Oriana, monster in the weight room, talked about that, how it helps his balance on the mound. But he specifically mentioned that experience of being part of a winning culture last year and how it helped his mindset coming into this year. And he's been great also. We got some jacked kids in this system. Yes. I mean, I saw a picture of Brendan Hardy the other day. Yes. Brendan Hardy's looking swole. He is. He certainly is, yeah. Um, from top to bottom. Brennan Hardy right now with the Cyclones. Yeah, uh, and let's just quickly get into the Brooklyn Cyclones this weekend. I mean, there's nothing to really talk about outside of Blake Tidwell right now. I mean, 10 strikeouts in his last game looked great. Obviously, there's more to talk about. I just mean Blake yeah. Tidwell is the standout from that game. Yeah, mentioned earlier, 10 strikeouts in four innings. Uh, different and, pitches with the strikeouts, And too. that's just matching his season high. That's not even his best of the year. That's right. Second time he struck out 10 in a, in a game. I was watching that game yesterday afternoon. And those 10 strikeouts came with the slider, came with the four-seam fastball, and came with a changeup, a pitch he's working on, and a pitch that was very effective for him 
on Sunday afternoon against the Greenville Drive. Now, there's also William Lugo, a.k.a. Billy Barrels, with a late go-ahead home run in the eighth for the clones. I call them my clones. I don't know if anybody else does it. I confused uh, John Grady, one of our coworkers. Mm. We were supposed to go to a Cyclones game last week, and I texted him and said, clones game is off. Very confused by that. But, yes, William Lugo, William Lugo put the Cyclones ahead in the eighth inning. Yeah, big clutch home run for, as you just called him, Billy Barrels. Lugo plays a little short, plays a little third. Listed at 6'3", 230, still only 21 years old. He'll be 21 all season long. Uh, can also play some first base, so a versatile kid. And he has the clutch gene. Like we said, the big go-ahead homer gives the Cyclones the win yesterday, 5-4 to four in their last at-bat. And before we get out of here, I want to talk about a non-baseball thing. What is that? Roland Roaster. I'm wearing the hat right now. It's come up in a, few, in a few episodes of our nightly recap, which you can listen to every morning on Future of Flushing on all podcast platforms. But Roland Roaster's come up. I love Roland Roaster. I want to take John there when we go to a game. People were more into going to Allen Beast, Bimoni Gardens, getting some pizza. The idea of a roast beef sandwich wasn't really getting the people going, even though John was really into it. John wanted the roast beef sandwich. I did. Um, look, I like trying new things. Um, and you had been to and you had been to Bimoni Gardens multiple times. Yeah, look, I'm not a huge pizza guy. I don't know if that's like sacrilegious to say. Is it? I thought you weren't gonna say it. I, I feel like it makes us look like a weird show. Why? Like one of the guys doesn't like pizza. <laughs> like who? Like who doesn't like pizza? I, I mean. Yeah. Am I crazy? I don't think I'm crazy. I don't think I'm crazy. No, I mean, it's just, you know, it's not, it's not one of my go-tos. And but I everybody, it's like the most universally liked thing. Is it? Yeah, I would say pizza is probably the most universally like Everybody, for the most part, likes pizza. It's on every kid's menu. I would say it's like pizza and chicken fingers are like right here. And pizza more edges so it out burgers. because of vegetarians. More yeah, so more than so burgers. burgers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. And I like burgers more than pizza. but but Do you? Yeah, I love a burger. More than pizza. I like burgers more than pizza. I don't pizza. think you could sit here, look me in the eyes, tell me I'm crazy for saying that I don't like pizza, and then you come in and say, 30 seconds later, you actually like burgers more than There's pizza. There's a big difference between I don't like pizza and I don't like burgers, and I like one more than the other. All right. I don't like pizzas is insanity. Okay. Dogs and cats living together. It's all madness. Okay, let me, let me rephrase my take. Pizza tastes good, right? Yeah. Okay. I just, I stay away from the pizza. I stay away from the pizza. Okay. Because any place... That sells pizza, right? Yeah. They have other items, or at least I hope they do. Every other. restaurant has something. No restaurant has one thing. Well, there, I guess there might be a pizzeria somewhere that's like, nope, just slices, nothing else. Probably, yeah. but they probably have garlic knots. Sure, but I mean. Do you not like garlic knots? It's the same concept. No, like it's not. They're, I mean, they're not even, there's, there's no, it's, one has cheese and sauce and one has garlic. No, it's the same concept with, like, I like them. But there are a lot of things I like that are bad for me, and I know that I'm better off just not. Wait, do you just not like pizza because it's bad for you? It's not that it's bad for me. Look, I did have a slice, by the way, at LMB. You did. You I, did. I did. For so all, this, like, this whole thing is kind of for not, like, I did have a slice. Did I have three slices? No. I got a little grilled chicken instead. And then I was like, you know what? The pizza's my side. So I like it. But again, not everything that's good is good for you, and I abide by that way of life. I'm very confused, but I'm going to move on to just get to the point that I wanted to make about Roland Roaster. Well, let's hear it. Now, I'm happy that John didn't go to Roland Roaster yet because there's been a big controversy in the beloved Sheepshead Bay location. They have these beautiful fries that are like chips almost. They're like little circles, little, little circle of fries. Now, these things are incredible. People went nuts because a few months ago, Roland Roast changed the beloved French fries on the menu. Really? Started doing, like, I think, waffle fries or regular style fries. Was there a warning or they just did it? They, I think there was a warning. Oh. They just did it, but people were outraged. 
today I put on my hat, I come to work, my fiance texts me, Roland Roaster has announced that the, the, the good chip fries are back. So now, next time we go to a Cyclones game, John and I are gonna go to Roland Roaster, and John, I have great news for you about Roland Roaster. You spend $50. 50? You spend $50, you get a free pizza. First of all, $50. Yeah. We just, on one tab, I mean, we can. No, sure. Yeah. So they're doing roast beef sandwiches and pizza. As that, that's number nine, I it's think. It's like small pizzas, like personal pizzas. Uh, nine? Nine. We should have said an over-under. That's what we should have done. We should have. Anytime we record out here, we'll do that for Missed now. opportunity. So you get a free pizza. Free pizza. With your roast beef sandwich. Yeah. Sounds unnecessary. And they have more. I mean, they have a ton of food there. I'm going to quickly. Sounds unnecessary to me. I'm going to quickly bring up their menu. I mean, you can see all the options they have. But they're known for the roast beef sandwich. How many locations are there? There's one. Just one. Just one. There used to be one in Manhattan. Okay. They closed down. Uh, they have sandwiches. They have a cheeseburger, a hamburger. You could get a, a strip steak. You could get a fish fillet, a shrimp cup. Johnny shrimp, shrimp cups. I do like a shrimp cup. Desserts. What do we want for desserts? An apple pie, apple pie a la mode, ice cream cup. All right. So the, the options are, are limitless, it sounds like. You could get a baked potato. Sweet potato? Uh, you could get sweet potato fries. Mm, not the baked same. Baked sweet potato. Not baked sweet potato. Brown now sugar and butter. Wash it on the butter. Wash it on the butter. Yeah. But maybe you can ask them to hold the butter. Just give you that I'm roasted sure. sweet potato. I'm sure. Because diners don't like to hold the butter, though. You ask, you ask for dry toast. They're like, never. And they just throw more butter on there, it seems. Well, because it's almost like it's just built with the toast in it. I mean, it's the butter in it. Um, for you at home, here's a meal prep tip. Sweet potatoes, you literally could just put them in the oven. You don't have to put anything on them. Like, literally, you could just put them in the oven. I do one better than that. What? If you take a sweet potato and you stab it with a fork, like, I don't know, seven lines all the way around, yeah. you got to make your punctures pretty deep, throw it in the microwave for five minutes, it's ready to eat. And it's pretty good. It's not as good as a baked sweet potato, like in the oven for an hour. But I think that the, the cost-benefit analysis is that the five minutes for as good as it is is a much better deal than the hour to get, like, that max sweet potato goodness, if you would. But, oh, it's, it's easily... It's the best sweet potato hack out there that no one's talking about these days. Now, you at home might be wondering, I'm listening to this Mets Minor League podcast. Why have they been going off about rolling roaster and sweet potatoes for the last 15 minutes? Honestly, we don't know. We just brought it up because Roland Roaster is kind of close to the Cyclone Stadium. And you might also be wondering, why are you recording this at City Field? And I said before, we do work here. We had to get a little bit in in our lunch break. And also, the goal of the minor leaguers is to end up where? Right here. Right here. So why not record right here? Thank you all for listening. Please make sure to go follow us, go rate, review on that audio page. It is on all major podcast platforms future of flushing you could follow us along at mess player dev on instagram and twitter and just keep listening to that daily recap keep checking back here because we'll be dropping interviews follow that twitter and john see you on the future microwave those potatoes